she's like <laughs> that's like, a good one you're not gonna you can't kill me I, I, we're we're married or whatever yeah. and he goes and he shoots her in the head and then he goes consider that a divorce <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good man it's uh, so good. many great they don't make movies like that so anymore. many good so many great they don't yeah. make movies like that anymore all right uh- <laughs> <laughs> you can play that game Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. Okay? Mm-mm. Go ahead and, um, you know what? If this is, if you got more than one uh, friend, Andrew, we're officially done. We're breaking up with you, listener. Yes. Yeah, we're officially breaking up. Uh we're moving on. Call it a call it a divorce between our show and you because you're not allowed to listen anymore yeah, if you have one more than one friend. Yeah, it basically it's essentially it's like we're divorcing you, quite frankly. Yeah, right. Um Well, anyway, uh I don't know how we got off on a tangent, Andrew. That has nothing to do with the game that we are uh playing today, Andrew. Remind me which one we're playing. We are playing now. This game, by the way, uh, has I will say right off the bat has broken the record for the longest name of a board game we have covered so far. This is called Wow. This is called Kuhn versus Lakia: colon, A Chronicle of a Royal Lapine Divorce Foretold. Wow! 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 Yeah, so actually, wow! Coincidentally, um, it is about a divorce. Um, so Kuhn versus Lakia: A Chronicle of a Royal Lapine or lapine divorce foretold Ra- rabbit. That's just Latin for rabbit, right? Uh, these, yeah, it's it's something about rabbits. Yeah, the game is about rabbits. Folks went <laughs> the game nuts. is about it's rabbit divorce. Royal. It's basic. It's just rabbit divorce. Royal. You just shorten it to divorce. rabbit. Rabbit divorce. Yes. Yeah. Royal rabbits getting divorced. Right. That's it. Um. So uh, yeah, you can already tell it's a it's a you know a very unique theme for a game very unique i would say right yeah uh but uh, if they want to know more than that the title and they want to know more about the game andrew why don't you go ahead and sum it up in one sentence huh one sentence explanations okay i'd say that coon versus lakia is uh a game that is also a chronicle of a royal lapine divorce foretold that's my one sentence summary yeah good point <laughs> it's um that does kind of sum it up. That does. <laughs> that that is kind of like the perfect little sentence, uh, and they can and just to you know um, get rid of any confusion, you could very well just put that in the title of the game if you wanted to. Oh, look, they did actually. They, they actually did. Um, yeah. So uh, Andrew, if I had to sum this up in one uh-huh. sentence, I would say perhaps the game that makes me feel the cutest while manipulating family and friends during my divorce. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Th- this game of is all a- the games <laughs> right. where you're doing that. This is the one that makes you feel the cutest. I think At right. least that's my experience with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you have to be very manipulative, very petty uh, during this as some, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe some famous Royals in history have been when they're getting divorced. But in this case, it's very wow. cute. It's just very, it's very, very rabbity, you know? Wow. Yeah, and unlike some royals, you know, that uh, exist in real life, the uh, princess, you know, isn't murdered by the... (laughs) (laughs) 
by the by let's the queen it. and the royal royalty. Let's get I, it going right now. Hypothetically, you know, let's I, get it going right now. Pete, I've, I, I know we have several listeners who live in the UK, and um, I just want, I just want to say that uh, we uh, are two guys from America who really know nothing about all that except for what we see on uh, Netflix. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's Kind of entertaining sometimes. I don't know where I'm going with this sentence. Well, but I read about it on Twitter sometimes. Oh, do you? (laughs) I read. Oh, well, that that is official stuff. That's more. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's credible. Okay, Mm -hmm. there you go. Good. Yeah, exactly. That's journalism, baby. (laughs) Um, Andrew. So, what is this game, right? So, journalism. um, It is the uh, princess. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, listen. Now we're talking. (laughs) Um, Andrew, the. the thing about this game is it's uh it's a tug of war. it's a tug of war basically yes. so obviously you got you got a a duke and you got a princess mm-hmm. and uh they were married it ain't working out you're getting divorced one of you is the duke one of you is the princess and you are what you're trying to do basically is sway enough people and get enough clout throughout the divorce that by the end of the game everything is in your favor like you're looking you're looking the best you come out of it looking the best basically you know what i mean right and the way that you do that is there's five courtiers um you know five people who serve the court uh who you are trying to sway some of them are already kind of on your side or more inclined to be on your side. They'll get you more points if you can get them on your side by the end of the game because they're like family, like the Duke's uh, sister, I think is one of them. And someone else that the Duke, Oh, the Duke's the princess's uh, father. dad. No, the no. princess's father. The princess's father. Yeah, the king. Yeah. Um, but then there's like the sorceress and she, I think prefers the, uh, the princess, but the knight prefers the, the Duke and stuff like that. Um, but, that being said, you can change their allegiance. Um, mm. So no matter what they are kind of inclined to do, you throughout the game can actually sway them over to your side no matter who they are. And so at the end of the game, that's going to get you points if you can have swayed people over. And you can tug them back and forth towards in a, you know, towards neutral, towards your side, back to neutral, back to the other side your opponent's doing. Um, and uh, you also have property throughout the game and uh you kind of sometimes the property can get stolen but if it gets stolen because you're royalty you can't look that you can't look that bad you got to give them something else back in return so you might want to give them a, a less valuable thing in return so you always have property at the end of the game and those cards kind of work together some of them work are worth more when they're together so you get points from that if you can make a good hand of you know, five pieces of property by the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then there are plot cards that you can get throughout the game that are also worth points. You use them throughout the game. Um, when you start, like, influencing some of the courtiers, you will dip into a deck that, that is behind them and start taking kind of random plot cards that you can then use. And they are things like you know, conspiring with the king. The king is more likely to be on your side now, you know, yada, if you play this card, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and those cards in and of themselves are worth points at the end, too. So, like, all the cards are worth points, and where the people, where those five courtiers stand uh, on the spectrum of being for you, neutral, for your opponent, 
those get you points too. And so as you can see, those are all things where you come out looking good. You know what I mean? People have a good opinion of you. You came out with really valuable property and, and you ended up doing a lot of plotting behind the scenes that, that helped you. Um, and so basically at the end of the game, you, you got the better public image basically. Um, so it's a fascinating they're, fascinating. It's a little bit scene. asymmetrical, like you mentioned, with the points <clears throat> of some of the courtiers, yeah. like, you know, are more favorable to one side or the other. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot to add up at the end, a lot of scoring. There are little, uh, it's basically all just cards, except for there are little wooden uh, carrot tokens that you can put, you know, very cute, again, with the theme. You put them onto the yeah. courtiers as you... Uh, going, uh, I don't know if it's called plot. I forget now, Pete. Uh, sweet, we was always calling sway or something like that. But you, mm, counsel, counsel. You use that when is. you counsel with them. Now each of them um, has and you a can only, special and you can power. only counsel with them. Yeah, you can only counsel with them if they're neutral or if they're on your side. If they are swayed to the other person's side, you can't counsel with them, which yeah. is a very cool idea because it's like, you know, talk to the hand they're doing to you at that <laughs> point. So. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Those are a whole other set of powers other than the cards that you can use and, too, the council powers. And what's cool about that is that the power of each, like for instance, like the king's council power will be different if he's, um, you know, swayed toward the duke, or if he's swayed toward the princess, or if he's neutral, it'll be slightly different. You know, so mm-hmm. each one of those can those yeah. can change. Because I remember that that happened a few times when we were playing the game where I'm like I'm I'm planning a few moves ahead. I'm like, okay, well then I'm gonna council with this person then and. By the time I get to that, I realize, oh, no, they had changed to neutral. Now the power is not there, and I can't do the thing that I wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, now the power is not as good for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you're right. It's it's very it, de- it definitely leans into being asymmetrical a lot because some of the cards will even have, like, little extra bonus things. Like, if you're the duke, you also get this. You know what I mean? Or yes. if you're the princess, for the princess, if she plays this card, you'll also get this little bonus action. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's seeking those cards out and managing those cards is is a big part of the game uh which is very cool uh and also andrew this is um considered a deck building game because all those cards that we mention um you basically have them once you have once you get them you have them throughout the entire game over multiple rounds so you end up playing your hand of cards as much as you doing as many actions as you can with them creating a huge a big discard pile and then you pick all those back up, and they're available to you in the next round again. So you are adding more cards to that deck of yours as the game goes along. Yeah, the first um, round. And so there is a there is a deck building element to it, which is cool. The, yeah, the first the first round goes by really quick because you only start with what like five in your hand of the property cards, and then right, <clears throat> and then you're gaining cards from each courtier's deck, and then yep. well, yeah, you you could play basically until you both pass, and there's nothing else you can really do. Right, then, uh, right, right, right. And then you pick up all these cards that you've got, and then the next round goes longer because you have more cards to play with, and 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 so on and so forth. And the game is over once one uh uh no how many of them um three of the uh, decks are totally or is it just one of the decks is totally um exhausted and then uh th- three sometime. of them I believe that's a good three point. Of them, yeah. Um, yeah, but you, you go basically. Um, it's one of these games where you are in control of the clock. It's not like a certain number of rounds. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if I if you I can take speed that card, it up or slow it down. Yeah, if I take right, you can speed it up or slow it down. Um, kind of like um, oh, Lost Cities, you know, where you're like, well, if I take that yep. card, the game's gonna be over in the next you know round or whatever. So uh-huh. 
I'm going to make that uh, comparison a little bit later in the episode. I, oh. I, would, uh, I believe, Andrew, quite frankly. There are there are some games that this reminds me of. And one of the games this actually reminds me of, Andrew, is um, it kind of reminds me of Root, which is a very popular game, in one very specific way. Not only because, you know, it's like anthropomorphized animals, royalty and stuff like that. That's certainly a part of it. This game before Root, by the way, which is very interesting. But also um, every card can be played for a certain action or it can be played for they all have some symbols on the bottom and it's a certain mixture mm. of symbols you know what i mean so i can't remember what it's basically like like the suits in yeah. root which is to say like all those cards like uh, are either the bird suit the fox suit um etc and uh and you can um use those for the suit or for the action basically and it's the same way in this one where you can use it for the symbols that are on it you know and i think there's i think there are five different symbols there's like the fan the crown um stuff like that basically uh the sword yeah. and um and every card has a, a a different arrangement of those a different um pair or trio or even just a single one of those and so you could always just use those for the symbol to influence the person back towards in your direction, some of yeah. those courtiers, or you can use them for another action that's on the card. Um, so yeah, so it's it, it's fascinating because I see a lot of games in this, but this also came before a certain yeah. amount of the games that I see in this too. So it's actually that I see this in them, honestly. And we forgot um, to mention too which that. Which actually, oh, yeah. Good. I was going to say that that a little thing with all the little symbols at the bottoms of the cards, like you said, you could play it for the action, but mm -hmm. you can use the symbols that mm -hmm. the the different courtiers like certain symbols like they they like like yeah. so and so might like a sword and a crown or whatever. But when they flip over mm -hmm. to neutral or they flip over to the other side, they might like something different. So again, it changes wow. as the as the allegiances change. So it's just another little wrinkle. Is that true? Me. I didn't even realize that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a so, the, I, there's things I'm gonna find out more about this game the more we play it. I think it's I think yeah. it's a surprisingly deep game because it comes in a very small package, quite frankly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and it and you know it's only X amount of cards. It's not it's 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 not much to this game. No. Um, physically, component wise, um, even though the components are really nice, um there's just like very few things that you need to play the game. And, and so you don't think it's going to be as deep as it is, but, uh, but anyway, talking about, you know, this game and where it fits in board game history and everything like that, Andrew, why don't you go ahead and tell me more about how it came to be? Oh, the history of this game, as always, I'm going to go over the history of this game. And, you know, Pete, I got to say, I was up very, very late last night trying to figure out the history of this game. Uh, like 9 PM. 9 p.m. Just baby. kidding. It was, Here, well, ah, ah, for you, come on. It was. It was a nine. Well, I, I'm. I'm lying. It was. It was only 8:50. But anyway, um. <laughs> no, because. But then you had was, to brush your teeth for 10 minutes, and it so, was so like, hard to kinda... find. It was so hard to find. I thought I was gonna have to show up today and be like, well, you know, I don't know anything about it here. I can tell you the publisher and who who designed it. That was it. But eventually, okay. I did. I did finally stumble upon. Um, a blog wow. that uh, the designer had written, but it was like very, you know, it was like old. It, it looked like old, and he, and he wasn't still using it. He was using some different website because I found the new website, but it didn't go back that far. 
and through a bunch of like wow. links, a maze of links from different websites. I forget exactly how I finally got it. I was like, yes, it's here. I found it. You got and, it. You broke the story. This is a Washington Post. Yes. Moment, you know well, I mean? yeah. And, and that's the funny part is that finally when I found the actual history of this game, it would like... It's, yeah. you know, it's not like there was some uh, Kickstarter where the guy ran away with the money or that uh, <laughs> the, the designer has some some similar medical condition to me. No, nothing like that. It's just like, right, some, right. Yeah, nothing know. like that. Right. <laughs> it's it's kind of eh, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, this is a really exciting history. Let me get to it. Uh, <laughs> designed in 2015. And uh, another game by Luda Creations, which last month we also yeah. reviewed another game. So they... They kind of specialize, not all their games, but a lot of their games are have these weird or unique themes, and this one definitely fits yeah. that fits that bill. Um, they take some swings, you know. I mean, some there are some, you know, um, production companies for board games, and it's just like every one they do is just some, just some medieval fantasy thing where there's the darkness and stuff like that, and you got to fight it with a sword or something like that. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? And right. they can be good, but it just doesn't. There's not a lot of you know, variants in their um, the storylines or the themes of their of their different games, but that is not true for Ludacris. Right. The, both their, of these their games are all over the map story wise. Yeah, both of these games so far that we've reviewed by them have been like, like the theme is like the thing that stands out. You're like, whoa, I never seen a yeah. game like that before. Okay, let's try it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's gotta it's gotta be purposeful on their part. It's gotta there has to be somebody there who is likes yeah. seeing that. Like, you know, what I mean. By the way, did you know that the the I'm pretty sure as I was going through my hours and hours of research last night, they're the company that also made uh, and then we held hands, which we still have yet to review, but I know we've talked about it before. <gasps> Wait, no, did they really? You're yeah, we got to play that one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Go look it up right now. But um, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, and then yeah. we held hands. I'm pretty sure it was it was coming up all over the place uh, when I was looking through Ludicrous wow, stuff wow, last night. Wow, wow, wow. But that's like a mind. Um, you're right. Oh my yes. gosh. Another you very I unique. I should have. Uh theme yeah reach back out to him (laughs) yeah come on can you please send us that one um anyway (laughs) this was designed by and i hope i'm pronouncing this right uh babis gianios which and he's a uh, greek guy um which was another thing i had to google had to translate a lot of these websites from greek because you know it's all greek to me anyway um this was his (laughs) second board game that he had ever designed and he actually did another one uh, right after it called Alexandria uh, by Luda Creations, and in that one, you're running around trying to save stuff from the burning uh, library of Alexandria, uh, trying to like save as much of the stuff from the library, which I thought was kind of cool. But that that game actually is two to four hmm. players, so we will not be touching that one. So anyway, uh, Bobby's Giannios, he grew up um, loving uh, games, you know, board games, RPGs, all that stuff. He actually these days he does a lot yeah. of he does a lot of writing and running of LARPs, which I thought was pretty cool. Ooh, and, LARPs yes, specifically, specifically wow. LARPs, uh, and um, plays a lot of video games as well. I know I noticed he does a lot of let's plays and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm, a total mm-hmm. all around game geek. So go and go and find him on on social media. He does a lot of interesting stuff out there. Go and find them, all you bullies out there, and yeah, just give them a huge wedgie. Right. You know what I mean? I guess. It's... Right. Um, but anyway, he said on this on this blog that I finally found, um, he said that there was another, not Luda Creations, but some other board game company was having a contest to design a game using only fifty two cards, um, which he saw as a challenge. Although, if you remember, this... okay, like 
if you if you remember uh, when we did Circle the Wagons, Button Shy said something like, "What was that like?" Uh, 18, 18 that is their they do that every year <laughs> yeah. i think they they challenge a lot of their games have come from their their challenges to people to um to make yeah 18 so card 52 games. cards seems like quite a bit after after what button shy is doing over there yeah. but anyway he uh True. he designed a game about two spies who are racing to get a valuable artifact from a museum or something like that and he wow he did not finish the game in time to submit it to the contest um but he did end up playing it with his friends. They liked it well enough, but they thought the theme was very boring. And so mm-hmm. he put it put it away for a while and then came back and redesigned it and gave it a whole new theme. And he called it Bunny Dutchy. And it was about a bunny divorce. And so, of course, okay. this, you know, this theme was like, okay, wow. So all of his friends were saying, hey, let's play the bunny game. You know, so it, was, it was a little more fun that way. And he also wow. wrote that he had it as Duke, Duke Azuri and Duchess Scarlet originally. Those were his names. Um, okay. And then he, okay, blue and red. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He quickly uh, he quickly retitled it as a violent divorce. A violent divorce, but the N hmm. the N is in parentheses, so you could also read it as a violet divorce because red and wow. red and uh, blue make violet, right? so sure sure <clears throat> pretty good violet or violent I'm, divorce yeah yeah it's clever but i mean they i that should not have been called that so that's good i'm glad that <laughs> you know what i mean that like that's that is a jarring title yeah it's like oh i'm gonna go play a board game tonight what are you gonna play a violent divorce and they're like wow this is well i'm calling the police yeah what's, right what's it about that's about cute little bunnies you know who uh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. But anyway, oh, and it's called a violent divorce. Yeah, yeah. He he won fifth place at the Greek board game designing contest of 2014 under this name, wow. and uh, that's where wow. it caught the attention of a couple of publishing companies. I assume Luda Creations also because, um, yeah, I believe that they changed the name to something. Well, you know, they changed the name from a violent divorce to something a little more concise, right? Uh, okay. Kuhn- <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kuhn versus Lakia. A Chronicle of a Royal Colon, Lapine. A Chronicle of a Royal Lapine. <laughs> Divorce foretold. foretold. Yeah. Foretold. The, by the way, my opinion, I think foretold on the end of this is just, that's the the chef's kiss on this title, I think. Uh, the fact, yeah. If they left it off with just the word. That's the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back. <laughs> the foretold is like, oh, It doesn't okay. need to be foretold. That, like, that's what, why in it's the prophecies? Like, what? That is an odd. I mean, it does give it some intrigue. Yeah. It's like, wait, hold on. <laughs> that's why it's funny to me. Anyway. Um, I guess I guess what they're trying to say is you're playing it out, so it's like oh, I see. it's like um, it's what they're trying to say is like, hey, you know it's coming, um, and like the divorce is finalized at the end of the game, but you are like playing playing the divorce out before it gets finalized. Is I think what they're trying to aim for there. But man, yeah, you didn't. You could just leave that one out. <laughs> no, no, come told. on. I need the for the foretold needs to be. On you it. need it. Okay, that's what yeah. makes it for me. Anyway, okay. Um, yeah. And I was trying to figure out Kuhn and Lakia, these two names, Kune or Kuhn and Lakia, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I found that uh, Kuhn is might be a German, but it was said a German last name, and then Lakia, it said it was an mm-hmm. Arabic first name, but I couldn't find anything like matching, like oh, these are names from a certain, and then yep. and I looked that right. up for like five minutes, and then I, I don't know who came up with this, but then I thought 
you know, uh, it's way too late. It's it's past nine oh five, so I'm gonna go to sleep. So then I just did. So I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I well, I tried to do a, a really quick search for it too, because I was like, surely these are um, like foreign words that mean something specifically. Like like Lakia means you know oh, whatever right. it means rabbit or whatever. That's what that was my assumption. Right. But I couldn't find anything either. It was like, what are you, what are you even typing? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I mean, surely this is a word in some language. <laughs> And and Google was like absolutely not, don't know what you're talking about. So <laughs> yeah, so um, but that wasn't in the blog. He he didn't no. He didn't say why uh, he chose Coon versus Lockie. Well, no, I don't think he did. I think it was somebody at Ludacris because he he did have a later um, blog post that said like, hey, my game got picked up. My my game Violent Divorce got picked up, um, by a company and it's going to be coming out under a new title. You know, and that's I think yep. you know they they decided gotcha. to change it. But one thing that did not change actually was the artwork because he mm. he had his friend Chris or Chrisorium on Board Game Geek, um, as you'll find. Wow. Uh, do his prototype artwork, and I'm pretty sure that Chrisorium does all of uh, his prototype artwork for him. Um, but this mm. one seems to be the only one that the artwork stuck from the prototype to the final version you know all his other games have you know they've got they've hired some other artists to do the work but um <laughs> this one is and and i remember commenting on the artwork i was saying oh this this is a different style of artwork it looks i don't know uh, yeah how to describe it it's it's definitely different um i i like it i think it's very charming yeah. but it does look like i think i think somebody online said it could come off as like a child drew it um yeah which is not to not to knock that artist i mean it is a um because i like I don't. You know, I, I wasn't seeing like, like that. A, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I wouldn't describe might, it totally as. Like it's a, maybe it's maybe it's the kind of thing from a children's book is what you might say. Perhaps, you know what yeah. I mean? Not that a child drew it, but it's something that is maybe geared towards children in the same way that you might find in a children's book. Whereas, like those things aren't usually like um, extremely detailed, realistic drawings. Right. They're more like freeform, evoking an emotion type thing you know what i mean so he said in his blog he was going for something whimsical and he thought that he he captured it and yeah. i think it fits the theme pretty well honestly but it fits um yeah it fits it does look like it's straight out of a children's book about rabbits getting divorced well which, you know yeah <laughs> somebody was saying it looked kind of like uh be it uh what's that called beatrix potter is that the thing it, where it's um Oh. Uh, Peter Cottontail and all those books. Uh, I, wish, I don't know. It does not look like that, but I th yeah. think I understand what they're trying to allude to. That stuff is definitely much more detailed than this stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I couldn't quite remember. I haven't read those for a while. Anyway, um, the, the only other thing that I found was, I fun little note, I noticed that there are several pictures out there at board game conventions. I think it was specifically... Uh, spiel at essen or whatever essen spiel um that when they were promoting it they were all wearing uh bunny ears including bobby giannios was wearing bunny ears in wow some, in some pictures. wow so wow if you want to scroll through uh, about you know seven years of his uh facebook page to find those pictures you can so go for it hmm. spend hours doing that i will yeah i will <laughs> um that sounds good well andrew if i'm not doing that uh, I you can find me scrolling for hours through other stuff online, uh -huh. like insane reviews of board games, Andrew, because it's time to review on this. Review on this. 
Yes, it is that time to review on this. I can't wait to see how many hours you spent looking up wild and insane reviews of this game online so that we can just yeah. uh, go ahead and assume what these people's wild and crazy lives are like. Yeah, Andrew, they're not all wild and crazy. In fact, most of the reviews for these games are uh, fine. They're normal. <laughs> oh, okay. But, but, Andrew, as we know from the past... It's you can find them in there. There's always somebody who's uh, off their rocker a, a little bit. Somebody rough. who's just being a who's being a real weirdo online. Know what I mean? Um, and so let's let's take a look at what they wrote here. Some of the ones that stuck out in the reviews for this game, and then kind of assume what's going on with them. Andrew, this person gave it a four out of ten, and they said played once and was whelmed, as you might expect from the title. It's not a nice game. In quotes. <laughs> While that while that theme is theoretically interesting, I didn't find it compelling enough deck builder to keep. Now, Andrew, yeah, you heard me right. This person was whelmed. Was whelmed. by this game, not overwhelmed, <laughs> not overwhelmed, not underwhelmed. underwhelmed but... Just the perfect part of whelmed. Wow, that, well, that's there, that Andrew. actually sounds great. I mean, so... that's per that's what you want, right? You don't want to be. Mm -hmm. Over or underwhelmed. Yeah. Just whelmed. Yeah. I'm actually surprised they gave it a 4 out of 10. I mean, because they, again, they weren't overwhelmed or underwhelmed. It sounds like, you know. That's sounds like maybe you should give it at least a 5 at that point. That's right. You know what I mean, right down the middle, if that's, you know. That's right. Oh, and well. I'll say that. You were well. I mean, you got whelmed. <laughs> so what, what do you want here? I'll say right now, Pete, that if someone wants to make me whelmed, they should go on to uh, Apple Podcast and write a review for our podcast and say that they were very <laughs> yeah. whelmed by it. <laughs> not very whelmed. It's just whelming. Whelmed. I don't want to say, no, don't, this was, don't be very whelmed. I was whelmed by this, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, not very whelmed either, yeah. Andrew, this person gave it a 5 out of 10, and they said, mechanics and theme don't quite gel together here. Not a bad game by any means, but I really wanted it to feel more evocative. Oh. Now, Andrew, this guy wanted the game to evoke uh, a much more emotional response from him, it sounds like, right? Uh -huh. Like, he really wanted to feel like he was going through a nasty divorce. Right. From a rabbit princess, it sounds like that's a, you know what I mean. He wanted it to be, he wanted it to evoke more in him. You know, hey bud, pursue that on your own time, okay? We're playing a board game here, he's, my man. He's Go right. watch like, uh, you know. Go watch some movie from A twenty four or whatever in IMAX around you know screen uh, VR or whatever if you're trying to. He's walking feel through that the uh, immersed. He's walking through the aisles of the board game store and he's he sees this game. Mm -hmm. He said, "Finally, I can finally see what it's like to get divorced finally. from a from a bunny rabbit." And he just yeah. he, he was just whelmed, you know. Yeah, right, 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 right. Well, it sounds Go like uh, sounds like this this guy was yeah underwhelmed. underwhelmed yeah. It sounds like yeah, unfortunately. So how would you like your steak? Um, underwhelmed. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew, this person gave it a five out of ten. They said uh, they wrote really awesome asymmetric abilities and scoring, but then like three sentences later, Andrew, they wrote when you get down to it, the card abilities weren't really that interesting <laughs> now bud which one is it are they really awesome asymmetric abilities or are they when you get down to it they're not really that interesting okay <laughs> is your is your brain 
getting divorced, buddy? <laughs> because you're really contradicting yourself in your own review, okay? Yeah. <laughs> brain, brain, brain serving them papers. Said, I'm out of here, dude. Andrew, this person gave it a 5 out of 10. And they said, fluff is awesome, but I don't get the visual aspect of the game. Now, actually, it sounds like you do get the visual <laughs> yeah, aspect yeah. of the game. Because if fluff is awesome, <laughs> well, that kind of is the visual aspect of the game. Okay, bud? The uh, rabbits are cute, and they're cool, and so we made them rabbits. That's it, bud. Okay? That's the the fluff is awesome. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, what a choice of words. You know? Amazing. Exactly. Now, this person gave it a 6 out of 10. They said, the theme is simply insanely funny. Now, Andrew, <laughs> that's a bit of a stretch, right? It's a bit <laughs> of a stretch. I mean, listen, I like this game, and it's clever, and it's humorous, and I like that they did it as rabbit divorce. I get it. It's all good. But insanely funny? <laughs> I mean, come on. This guy, this guy just loves taking a serious thing and then making it rabbits. I think maybe that's kind of his thing. That's his form of comedy. You know what I mean? Right. His his favorite uh, his favorite comedic films include Rabbit Sophie's Choice, you know, and uh, <laughs> Rabbit Saving Private Ryan. Those are oh, some God. of his favorite uh, favorite comedies. This guy. Oh, I would not. Uh, I would not watch Rabbit Saving Private Ryan. That's that's too cruel. No, it's too no. cruel to see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that would be that would be cruel, especially the first uh, ten minutes. Oh or... God, um, Andrew, this person gave it a seven point five out of ten. They said probably should have had a Vikings or pirate theme instead of bunnies getting a divorce. Now, Andrew, <laughs> enough, Andrew, enough with the Vikings and the pirates. Okay, we have like ten million games that are about Vikings or pirates right now, and they're very good games. Don't get me wrong. You know, one of my favorite games in the world is about uh, Vikings and whatever. Uh, but we ju- we don't need more right. just for the sake of having more. You know what I mean? L- just let us have one rabbit divorce game, please, for the love of all that's holy. You know. You know, speaking of uh, pirates, there's a there's a kid show out there. I don't what is it called, like Jake the Pirate or something like that. I gotta look it up. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Okay, so I guess it's like loosely based on Peter Pan or something like that. It's like little kids. All right. But the 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 catchphrase is something like could be loosely based on Michael Jackson's <laughs> estate. No, no, it's not. It's but a go different, ahead. Different Neverland, but uh, okay. Phew. Yeah. No. No. Hopefully no. Not. It, it said it's something like. Ah, oh, man, I can't. I can't think of it now. But the the catchphrase is is something like, you know, like uh, pirates always do what's right or something like that it's like i pirates are always mm. honest or something and i'm like i'm sitting there like wait what? wait what a second what are, what are we teaching <laughs> you know maybe maybe i mean because that's so incorrect right? right that it's like maybe that was purposeful where they're just like hey we are we are taking history and we are scrubbing it clean you know what i mean <laughs> like it's just it's like it's like so not a mistake or like so you know what i mean it seems so purposeful that it almost seems like they're attempting something very complex with that, where they're like, <laughs> "We are, we are changing. His, we have made a time machine. We are changing right. history." Well, I think that's like the definition of yeah. a pirate is someone who breaks the law. You know, it's like, well, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and they relish it, quite frankly. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the, that's the whole thing. That's kind of the whole thing. Well, anyway, um, Andrew. 
this last one, this person gave it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Uh, so they're liking it. And they said, terrible, sad story, tragic end to romance. Wow. And that was it. Andrew, wow. now this person... I think maybe this person just read the rule book, kind of like a short story, and then they kind of put it back on the shelf. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a book review. They didn't mention the game really at all. They were just talking about how it was kind of a tragic, sad story. I I feel for them, Andrew. Yeah. That the story in this game hit them so hard. Clearly, it struck a chord with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. The the Duke Kuhn, you know, the Princess Lakia. The five different courtiers there that are being pulled back and forth, you know, caught in the web. You know what I mean? I get it. I, it's 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 obviously really resonated with this person, um, and so I do feel for them. But I I do also assume that their review of Candyland is something like, <laughs> "Wow, harrowing tale of gingerbread friends in unfortunate competition <laughs> with each other to be the first to reach the candy castle, yeah. full of uplifting friendships with the inhabitants of the region and." Bitter betrayals. <laughs> this one's poignant. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is not a tale I'll soon forget. You know what I mean? <laughs> a cautionary tale. Yeah. Wow. A cautionary tale of what it's like to, you know. Hey, yeah, you know, speaking of climb the social ladder. You know, speaking of Candyland, the uh, or actually no, this is not Candyland. This is Monopoly. Uh, not a funny comment, but it's, I saw um, a documentary that just came out recently. It was on PBS about hmm. the history of Monopoly. And okay. Uh, I just watched it a couple days ago. I recommend it to anybody out there who's interested in board games because I learned a lot of stuff about just, like, the board game industry and stuff like that and how basically Mm. the whole Monopoly thing is a fraud and they they stole it from, you know, stole from some woman who designed it and it was a... Her Uh, her whole... The original design was actually uh, anti-Monopolies and how... Yeah. And so that was... it was like more on the nose that it was like, hey, by the way, this is bad. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. So. people do say like, hey, you know, it's it's it is kind of making light of it, and it's like, eh, not that much though. <laughs> it's kind of not that much. You kind of do in the you know yeah. in that classic version that um, that became so well, famous. The, the guy it, who you really you really are supposed to be as greedy as possible. Yeah, I don't want to rob for anybody who wants to watch, but it's it's good. It's, but the the guy who yeah. uh, it is credited with designing the game actually like like it's very clear like that he stole it from somebody he's a bad guy yeah <laughs> yeah because in they, he's a bad guy they said it was uh and he missed the point and it just right. went over his head okay that okay it was yeah, they said it was the, the it might be the last folk game that ever existed like a folk game just like that no company owned people would just make their own versions like chess or checkers or mancala or something like that yeah and then a company yeah yeah, yeah. or Candyland duel yeah Candyland duel yeah. Mm-hmm. and <laughs> But now, but ever since then, now it's like you you get a board game, you patent it, like it's yours, you know, like it's all business now. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I yep. thought I recommended out there. Very interesting. Can't remember what very it's called, but I'm sure if you look up Monopoly uh, yeah, yeah, documentary, yeah. it was good. Well, uh, you know who might know Andrew yeah. is uh, it's uh, the person who's right at your door. He just texted me, said, "I'm here. I'm outside." You know what I mean? He's here to watch the documentary uh, with us. Uh, yeah, I invited him over to watch the documentary before I knew that you had already watched it. Yeah, yeah sorry. sorry. In the middle of the episode, I was planning on watching it with him. <laughs> um, but, uh, but maybe we'll just skip it for now. He and I can do that, um, you know, another day since you've already seen it. Okay. Since you watched it without us, without letting us know. Uh, but anyway, Andrew, um, let's go ahead and get him in here. All right. It's Dr. Fraser Crane. <laughs> 
Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane is here in the house wow. to help us count down the top 10 phrases that you're definitely going to hear someone say while playing this game of Kuhn versus Lakia. Hmm. Number 10. So all those times you said you were working late at the office, you really were just out chasing some cottontail. Number 9. That's it, Andrew. It's over. We're done. Number 8. Well, you can have your ring back. I don't care how many carrots it is. Number seven. Talk to my rabbit lawyer. Number six. Do you still remember the first time we met? I do. I saw you across the room, yeah. It was at the hop. Number five. I'm about to give you two Christmases. Number four. Okay, look, let's, ju let's just go in and talk to them. Yeah, yeah, look, you agreed to go to couples therapy, okay? I, I know it's awkward, but I think this will really help. Okay, here we go. <clears> hey, <throat> right, what's up, Doc? Number three. I'm about to beat you so hard. They won't even let you have the kids on the weekend. Number two. I didn't realize it was wabbit season for breaking my heart. Number one. Consider that a divorce. And that's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger from Total Recall. Oh, okay, I got it. Love break. It's time for a love break. We're going to take a break from talking about uh divorce broken love and we're gonna break wow. into this game of fog of love uh yeah. that we have been playing for a long time that's right andrew and uh we're not at the end yet but it could very well end yeah in a breakup that it that is possible in this game that's true. You know we're I mean? getting closer to the end or divorce I, I think i'm sure there's a card in there about divorce too we have like eight or nine uh but eight or nine rounds left i think right eight or nine cards left I... well we've got eight so we just started the third yes. chapter i think yes. um and that's that's gonna be eight cards long and then there's the finale. Is the finale, you've got to remind me, is the finale just one card or is it a, a chapter? I think it's one card. Yeah, it's just one card. Um, okay. So we're pretty, yeah, so we're not that far off. It'll be this season. And it might we'll, just be. We'll, we'll have moved on to the next game. I can't remember. Well, in the last one, we, it might just be, the last card might just be like, choose your final destiny or whatever. Well, we'll see. That'll be the Oh, final. wow, maybe. Well, and this game, we know when it's going to end anyway. too. So remember, that deal's still on. Whatever game we end Oh, wow. is the next game we play. One I got to start thinking ahead with the schedule for this one, then. <laughs> Do you remember when we played chess? We played chess, and uh, yeah. you would not end it because we were going to have to play Crossfire. Uh, That's right. Yeah, one move at a time. That's right. I knew the rules, Andrew. I know the rules are that whatever, uh, you know, whatever game yeah. that we're covering in the episode that we take the final move. Yeah of our uh our game break game that game then becomes the highlander you know what i mean it becomes the um there can only be one game yes. uh so yeah i gotta make sure i line up the end of this game with something good yes because <laughs> well so instead of crossfire we ended up with fog somewhere out there in the multiverse the pete and andrew are out there mm -hmm. playing crossfire one one painful move at a wow. time and uh, wow, wow, wow. just be blessed, people, that you are listening to the timeline where we played Fog of yeah. Love because this has been pretty Speaking of which, that. Andrew, yeah. Um, so you're going to start us off with the first scene played into the third chapter of our relationship. Again, I'm a big burly chef with a flower hat. You are a uh, kind of a pipsqueak. 
Instagram influencer Gotta sit with an with old, cell, old phone. cell phone. Yes. And uh, yeah, and we're we're pretty far into our relationship at this point. This is the chapter, by the way, of the game where you have to start replacing the cards in your hand. Every card that you take into your hand from here on out is going to come from the drama pile Ooh. of cards. So this is it's it's not going to be light anymore. It's going to be all hard decisions from here well, on out. Well, and so. isn't that such a good design? Because you remember way back, way back in this, uh, when we talked about that game, he designed it so that it would mimic a, a um, what do they call it, a romantic comedy. Those things always start off fun, and by the end, yep. it, it gets real serious. So, that, And this card is that I'm going to play is pretty serious. It's called, you, right. it's called you Need me. to Forgive Me. And then it Uh-oh. says, I know it's difficult to trust me. I know I made a mistake, and uh, hmm. here's the mistake I made, Pete. Um, you know how uh, your character just loves uh, to dip everything in ranch dressing that you eat. You know. Oh yeah. Yes. Yep. That's right. Yep. I am a chef after yes. all. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Your 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 uh, <laughs> your sauce of choice is ranch dressing. Just everything is uh, yes, of course, smothered in it and uh, dipped in it and uh, baked in it. Yep, you've got ranch dressing on everything. Yeah, um, but right, I know, right from the old world. Yes. Yeah. I know that your character has also been trying to lose a little weight recently. Um, you know it. And yeah. uh, you've been using low fat ranch dressing for everything. Of course. Um, yeah. It just well, makes the most here's sense. what I did. You know, I just, I can't, I can't resist. I, I like a little, a little cushion on you, Pete. And so what I did was I secretly what? went out and swapped all of your low fat ranch dressing, and I, and I. I dumped it out and I put in regular ranch dressing in there because I, I didn't want to see you see you get real skinny. No! Yeah. <laughs> I know. Just How can you ever Vader. trust me again? I'm so sorry. You need to forgive no, me. No, Darth Vader. No. Um, <laughs> and it says that's uh, it says appalling yes, to hear, Andrew. Yes, uh, I know it's terrible, but uh, it says, but I want to change. I, I promise you, this will never happen again. Um, it better not. Yeah, I will do um, wow. everything I'm necessary furi- to change. Furious, whatever it takes, I will. Wow, I'm uh, I'm like a Looney Tunes cartoon. I'm like um, my huge muscles are like <laughs> rippling as I am um, gripping my flower hat. You know what I mean? In my hands, ring- ringing it out as I'm silently. You know what I mean? Smoke coming. Uh, out of ears, Andrew. Yeah. Um, yeah, I storm out. Obviously, right? right. I storm out. Well, you. Um, this is I'm a huge. Way too heated. I need. I need air. <laughs> this is a partner choose. So you got to choose the the fate of things here. Pete. All right. Are what you are my choose options here? Option A. Okay, I'll forgive you. Or B. No way. I don't believe you'll change. Okay. And they each have different. Wow. If you forgive me, I'm I'm happier. But I have to change one of my traits. And if you don't, mm-hmm. if you don't forgive me, then we both lose three happiness. And you have to swap yeah. out one of your. Uh, one of okay. your things for honorable exit or, or uh, what are they called? One of my one of your destinies. yeah, one of my destinies. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So right, I have to like trade in one of my like happy destinies for one that's a little more sad, where like where I treat up. you yeah. bad or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, hmm, that's kind of rough. So um, what do you say? Do you... Yeah, and it looks like uh, yeah, and it looks like if I forgive you, I get a little bit of like an increase in my gentleness, and if I don't forgive you, I get a little decrease as well so all right i gotta take that into account with my traits and everything like that but um hmm. this is a, this is yeah this is a there's there's repercussions here <laughs> you know what i mean well it's the third um, act of the movie so we are it's getting serious yeah. wow 
Wow, wow, and wow. the ranch dressing. Okay. That this, Andrew... is, this has been the big secret throughout the whole... Imagine the movie where the, the big plot, oh the big pivot God. point in the plot was that... I've been secretly switching, yeah. swapping out the ranch dressing, and now finally it... every there's like a smoking gun every uh, or like Chekhov's Chekhov's gun. Ranch it's dressing. Like, yeah. yeah, every yeah every <laughs> every scene like ends with me dipping something into the ranch dressing, and the camera like zooms in. So you know something's gonna happen. Something's up with that. Um, Andrew, yeah, so, something's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. They're not being subtle about it. I know that there's going to be a reveal about this ranch dressing. Uh, sure enough, here it is, you know. Uh, Andrew, I think what I do is, so I say I got to, I, when I come back, I say I got to sleep on it. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So I'm living, I'm leaving on pins and needles. And I go to bed. Uh, when you wake up, there's a letter, there's a note for you. Okay. okay? And the note says, yeah, the note says, I, I forgive you this, this time. Mm. Um, wow. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. I can't, you know, I can't, uh, I can't lose you. You know what I mean? I, uh, but, but I'm still extremely hurt. You know what I mean? By this. Um, and, uh, and even though I forgive you, I don't fully trust you. I've lost, you know, I've lost, you've lost some of my trust basically. So I am, the reason I left you notice, cause I'm out at the lab testing all of my condiments (laughs) for their, uh, for their fat levels. To make sure that they are actually not, you know, to make sure that they are the low fat version uh, that I want to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I can't, I can't trust you anymore. I don't know which of the condiments you've, you've touched at this point. The duck sauce, you know right. what I mean? The, right. bar, the barbecue, the sriracha. It's all low fat, you know. Uh, well, it's all diet. Look, I'm going to change. Uh, it should change. be at least, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll um, see. Okay. So, um, so you're happy about that. So yeah. your happiness goes up by. Th- Three, do, right? Yes, I do Three have to. Oh, so now we're uh, now I'm actually happier than you by one. I'm at 22, and you're at 21. Uh, you're at 22. Okay, and I'm at 21. Wow, this is taking a wild swing because you were way behind me yes. in happiness. So just two rounds. You know what? Me. You're welcome. And I have that? to swap out one of my uh, character traits here, one of my secret character traits. So Pete, pick one of these. Oh yeah, one of these random I'm cards just take here. Random. Yeah, to swap out. And All right. Then I will. Yeah, this one. Yeah, get rid of this one. Yeah. Okay, and then I will pick up. Got to draw a new one. Yeah, pick up a new one. And uh, you know what? So this, this is ex- this, ex- this is one of the three traits that informs what your character is aiming for wow. in this game. So this is a pretty big yeah, change. Um, one third of your. I'll say you know, that this this whole ranch dressing, strategy. the whole ranch dressing experience, really has changed me, Pete. Um, you know, some people change. <laughs> wow! Wow! Well, uh, good. That's all. I'll, that's all I'll tell you right now, because. Uh, Good. You may you may notice that I'm a different I'm a changed I'm a changed person here. So. Wow, wow, wow. That's really all that we have time for you to tell uh, tell me right now. Anyway, Andrew, because uh, I can't even take my next turn. We got to get back to the show. Oh, no, I forgot. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> what are we doing next on the show anyway? Okay. Well, um, uh, I actually don't know. I'm gonna go and uh, use the bathroom. How am I gonna? How am I gonna segue? And I'll, I'm gonna go use the bathroom, Andrew, and try to remember what it is, and I'll just leave my phone right here, and I'll uh, be right back. Okay. Uh, oh, Pete. Oh, oh no, Pete, your phone's ringing. It's ringing. Come back. I think. Wait, let me check the caller ID. Just, just answer it for me, Andrew. Okay, I will. Hello. Oh, it's an acquaintance.
Acquaintance call in. Yay, Andrew, that's right. It's ready for an acquaintance call in. This is the segment where we talk to somebody who many shows would refer to as a friend of the show. But for our show, well, that would be just disingenuous, wouldn't it? Uh, let's talk to an acquaintance, Andrew, just somebody we know. Who do we have on the line today, Andrew? Okay, Pete. Well, our acquaintance today comes to us from a uh, game publishing game called Thing 12 Games. I'm very excited to have him on the line. And our acquaintance today is Sean Epperson from Thing 12. Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you, everybody. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I think it's funny because even my friends would probably say I'm an acquaintance as well. Everybody's a little like, (laughs) get to watch that guy. He's sketchy. (laughs) You've come to the right place, Sean. Very good. good. Now we are birds. So we've birds of a feather. We've confirmed that Sean, Sean, you are not a friend, right? You're just an acquaintance. Very good. Correct. (laughs) Yes, we've got that out. Good, good, good. Our our listeners are uh, (laughs) apparently many people can say that about Sean. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and many people can say that about us. In fact, I, I think what you might. What yeah, what you might probably find out is that heck, even when the show stops recording, I refer to Andrew as an acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. That's, yeah, yeah. This the thing is that it's the whole the idea that Andrew and I and, he, and I are each other's friends is only uh just a lie for the podcast. In reality, we're not even friends. We've got, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, yeah, <laughs> we, we don't even we don't even have a single friend. We're um, just doing this for the money. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Just for the money. We got yeah, a big, uh, some big company threw us together and said you two. Would, yeah. yeah, I wish actually. I, I wish I was your enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Sean. Me. <clears throat> Sean, thanks for joining us. We 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 brought you on to talk about uh, this game that we're talking about, Coon vs. Lockheed. But before we get into that, yep. um, tell us a little bit about your your history in in the world of gaming. What what got you into board games and a little bit of your background there uh well i've been involved in games in one form or another since the late 90s um my my study in school was in computer graphics and i ended up getting into doing video games Uh, i was working with electronic arts and microsoft back in like the early playstation days and the original xbox Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and i just I love that career of like making entertainment and making things that bring you know joy and fun to people and put smiles on faces and uh, one day I was working at uh, at a company I was feeling a little burned out and uh, I needed a break and I was playing magic at the time I'd been doing like nice. lots and lots of magic and I mm-hmm. what I realized what I liked about magic more than playing was creating decks. And what I liked about creating decks mm-hmm. was the experience that I created. And the more that I thought mm-hmm. about it, I'm like, what I'm doing is creating an experience for someone to share with me at the table. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can do that with board games because we've been playing board games uh, at my company, usually during breaks or stuff like that. So um, I actually went went to bed, you know, took it like a week off and on a Friday night, Woke up Saturday morning and I had a game like just in my head, like all the rules and everything. And it sounded interesting. So I started prototyping and yeah, uh, it, it was fun and talked to my partner that I was working with. And he was looking at Kickstarter from a financial side. I was looking at it from uh, the marketing side and what people were doing with games. And we just kind of decided to join up and start doing stuff. Wow. Mm. Awesome. The rest is history. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's funny that you brought up magic because we uh, we did a magic ep- a magic the gathering episode a few uh, months mm-hmm, ago mm-hmm. now, and uh, I remember yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. that uh, Richard Garfield had said that um, yeah. that part of his whole thing of the way the reason why he made it like you could build your own deck like that was because you wanted the people playing it to be like also the game creators. So you you fit right into what he was going for there. <laughs> yeah, I. I there's a there's such a really rich, interesting place to like delve into with magic. What I what I would find myself doing was I would find something that just didn't seem to make sense, right? Like some special card that would seem to be broken in in a weird way against the player, and like, well, okay, how can I how can I make this work and how can I make this functional? Well, as a designer, you're kind of doing the same thing. You're like, how can I make this uh, a situation where players are going to have, you know, a fun time, or how do I make this interesting? How do I make this engaging? Mm-hmm. So people are like constantly having fun and having to think, and you know, it's it's a really fun space to be in. Yeah, absolutely. I am. Uh, I got hung up on you saying you were uh, developing stuff for PlayStation in the '90s because I <laughs> that's that's so <laughs> nostalgic. I just got sucked into the nostalgia hole, and I'm. Pete wasn't I listening. Like, he was just thinking about all the games up. he used to play. I'm literally looking them up right now and trying to see what I'm. Like, I'm going to be like, Sean, did you uh, work on you know? Totally dating myself. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. I, uh, uh, I I think yeah, I think Magic has that has that draw for people people that want to you know. There's a lot of people that enjoy like mechanics of games that really in, in that magic seems to be a, a good gateway for them. Mm-hmm to get into it which i think is great hey speaking of prolific card games that everyone knows about um kuhn versus lakia uh hey, right up there with, now we're talking right up there with magic the Gathering. <laughs> uh no it is a good game and uh that Sean, was the that was the kuhn versus lakia of segways i love it right <laughs> and it was funny because i was looking on um you know just online like oh, who's talking about this game and i and i searched it up and I found that you had been tweeting about Converse Lucky like several years ago it came up and there really weren't you know as many people talking about it as I thought but you were you were all over it and then when we started posting about it, we said oh we're going to be covering this game soon you chimed right in and said I love that game love that game so we, we had mm-hmm. to have you on the show because I, I, I <laughs> yeah. definitely love to have a, a fan of the game that we're talking about on the show so what yeah. is it about Sean usually um, let me hop in and give you a little yeah. background pull the curtain a little bit Sean usually we have a guest that falls into one of two camps either they have they do something in the world oh, right, true. that that fits into the 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 genre or the narrative of the game. You know what I mean? Like if we mm-hmm. cover a game where somebody's a mechanic or whatever, you know, we try to ask a mechanic to be on, or we get somebody time. who's clearly a fan of the game, so we can kind of geek out with them about the game. Uh, and uh, we just we could not find any you know uh, royal rabbits out there. We couldn't find any uh, <laughs> any rabbits. So we're out stuck there. with you. Uh, no, so, so, <laughs> so we went the other way. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, so, uh, so so yeah. As soon as we found uh, that you were uh, a, a true fan of the game, we were like, we got to talk to Sean. Yes. Yeah, so, so so what is it about the game that you like, uh, John? So. I love games with weird themes. And I remember watching a Dice Tower video. Uh, Z Garcia uh, was one that had brought this up. It was one of their like top tens games like you've never heard of or something like that. Mm -hmm. And when they were talking about like, it's a game of rabbit divorce. I'm like, that just sounds bizarre. I'm in. So I immediately ordered the copy. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, I I think I can speak for both Andrew and I too. When we, as soon as I know, as soon as I reminded Andrew that we had this game and it was about a rabbit divorce, he was like, "Really? Let's do it." You know, I mean, for sure. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, and, I remember because uh, you were talking about other games. Team. You're like, "Well, we could. Well, what game should we review next? Well, we could do this one. We could do that one. Oh, I, I have this one about the rabbit divorce. I was like, "Why have we not done that yet? Why haven't we done that? Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, good point. I was, I, I was literally like, "I, I didn't know if you'd be. It's kind of weird, you know." Thing. And he was like, "Yeah, of course. We gotta. Yeah." um so so yeah we're right there with you we got drawn in by the by the theme as well that's probably the thing that sticks out most about it in the beginning uh until you crack into the core gameplay which is i think everybody on this call would agree surprisingly good quite frankly because you don't know what to expect going into this you're like it's gonna be a game about divorce and it's rabbits divorcing but sure enough it's good (laughs) um now uh sean when we're talking about this game specifically I, I got to get into some hard hitting questions here. So I hope that you brought your gear. You know what I mean? I hope, you, I hope you, my yeah, rabbit ears are on. I'm ready. Your rabbit ears are on. I hope you got your hard hat on because I'm about to throw a, a dinger at you, which is carrots. Sean, do you love yes. them or do you hate them? Do you like carrots or do you hate them? I'm ambivalent about carrots. Okay. Okay. He's, uh, he's, it's not red or blue. He's purple, right down the middle. Right? Purple. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right, you're not pro carrot, anti carrot. It hasn't been. It hasn't. <laughs> carrots haven't swayed you, in one way or the other. You know what I mean? If they're in my uh, food, it's cool. If they're not, yeah. that's cool too. I'm, that's I'm also cool. Yeah, you're not going to be chomping on a a big old raw one like some of these bunnies though, huh? Like a bug nope, bunny. That's definitely not going to be yeah. me. I'm not the, the carrot <laughs> yeah. chomping person. I think I'm in the same camp <laughs> as Sean on this one. I think it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I'll take them, but I'm not going to seek them out. Yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I feel like it's kind of my go-to if I need to eat a healthy snack. You know what I mean? Really? If I've been eating too, too many unhealthy snacks, I'm like, ah, well, what am I going to eat? It's either an apple or a carrot for me. You know what I mean? You got to balance um, out all the Doritos and Mountain Dew with a carrot. And I'll, <laughs> it, The ratio is about, yeah, <laughs> for every for every thousand Doritos, I eat one baby carrot. So no, that's, you're, you're healthy, Pete. That's good. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, my, that's what my doctor said. Um, <laughs> could uh, could somebody, Sean, somebody was seeking counsel from you, do you think they could use carrots for that? Or do you think that wouldn't work? It sounds like maybe it wouldn't be the best thing to use if I was trying to... Yeah, I, I don't think I'd be swayed by their their carrot, their carroty mm-hmm. uh, ways. Is there something that you would definitely be swayed by? Uh, cheese. Cheese is my uh, okay. My <laughs> so if this now is a mouse, we're talking. If it's a mouse divorce, Sean's yeah, Sean's in there. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so mouse. you were yeah, you were that anonymous reviewer that said you know loved it but should have been a mouse divorce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <is> that, yeah. <laughs> Disappointed in uh, the lack of cheese in this game. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where was the cheese? Where was the cheese? Uh, by Urkel fan, you know, 420 or whatever. <laughs> speaking of the 90s. Um, Sean, what some of these cards, speaking of like swaying and everything like that, uh, oftentimes these cards have, as as you'll remember from the game, they've got like little symbols on the bottom. You can use these cards sometimes for the symbols on them because some of these courtiers, some of these people, exactly, you got one there. I love it. They want to sway them, yet they have certain symbols. You know what I mean? Like the king wants you to 
to have cards to use cards that have a crown and uh, something else on it, sword or something like that. Um, and, and so it's a mixture of symbols. If you had a card, Sean, if you were one of the courtiers in this in this game, what would the symbols be that would have that you'd be looking for? You know what I mean? Like for instance, uh, for me, yeah, for yes. me, if they were cut, you'd have to have a card that had a symbol of peanut M&Ms on it and uh, <laughs> and maybe like a pillow to uh, like a nap or something like that. If right, you had those yeah. if you had those two symbols, come see me. I I know exactly what mine would have. Mine would have some sort okay. of like energy drink icon on it. Yeah. Oh and yeah. And then a knife in someone's back. <laughs> okay. Now we're talking. So these are things people have to have in order to get close to you is, is, you know, a lust for betrayal and, uh, and an equal lust for, to get amped in a, for yes. energy. I like that. Hey, that's good. <laughs> so, so of all the, cause this game, it has a lot of different bunny characters, uh, Sean, which one do you yeah. think? So I'm, we're learning a little bit more about you. You know, we don't want to get too friendly. You're not mm -hmm. be our friend, but say as acquaintance, but, um, which one yep. of these bunnies do you think you might most closely identify with if you're going to like none of them have Mountain Dew or, or uh, energy drinks or, uh, hmm? you know, honestly, it's a uh, Princess Lakia. Oh, and mm -hmm. the reason being is that like outside of the magic circle of gaming, I'm super friendly, super nice. I go out of my way to yep. help people and mm -hmm. like just, mm -hmm. I'm giving, giving, giving all the time. But when we're in that magic circle. Oh, it's on, baby. Yes. <laughs> and when you look at her, she looks sweet and kind, but there's like an yes. evil twinkle to her eyes. You're like, there's more mm -hmm. to her. This, there's some nastiness going on under the cover there. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And that's the thing, right, is that uh, both the Duke and the, the Princess, you know, as far as we know, everybody loves these folks, you know what I mean, uh, right up until the divorce. And then now people got to take sides right you know what i mean people got to figure <laughs> out where they fall where their allegiance falls so yeah it can get a, it can get a little nasty when that happens um well speaking of uh you know life in the back sean i want to know if you were to enact a plot against an enemy you know what do you think that plot would be would it be Wow, this is getting real serious uh, would it be that kind of betray would it be almost like a uh, a brutus-esque you know what I mean? Betrayal where you get real close to them and then stab them or, uh, you know, how, would you, how are you going to murder somebody, Sean? We want, we want to have this on the record for the FBI. It doesn't have to, doesn't have to end in murder. Doesn't have to end in murder. <laughs> Definitely getting them on my side, uh, getting them to trust me and, mm -hmm. you know, build them up and then the mm -hmm. big fall, right? Like yeah. to leave them completely devastated, yep. ruined, wrecked. Mm -hmm. Wondering what happened as their life crashes down sure. around them, bathing right. in the glory that, of your your enemy's defeat. <laughs> you yes. you'd be good at. Uh, yes. I know this this is not a two player game, but uh, you'd be good at. Um, what's that game, Pete? Oh, diplomacy. It's like that old uh, World War One oh, game. Yeah. You ever play that, Sean? It's. I want to play that so bad. We play yeah. lots of like yeah. role games and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, that's been high on my list for a long it, time to play. It's one of those war games, but there's no dice, so it's just like it's right. It literally it takes hours because you're just like, uh, hey, Pete, uh, 
let's go talk in the other room, you know, and you just try let's to make a deal. The room. And then yeah, you, you have to you have to backstab somebody in that game, otherwise it's not you're yeah, never yeah. gonna win. So somebody's yeah, right. Somebody has to win. So eventually you have to like So you'd be good at that. You'd be good at that. You played the uh, mm-hmm. Blood on the Clock Tower, which has a lot of like, oh, hey, yeah. let's go have a let's go have a conversation in another room. And you see someone going away, you're like, why are they going and having <laughs> why a conversation? Going What's going on there? Yeah, yeah, same yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, exactly, exactly. Um, now put yourself in the shoes okay. of this Duke here, Sean. So I know that you, or Big the princess, since you relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way. The bunny um, slippers of the Duke. Yeah. The bunny slippers <laughs> of the Duke or the bunny slippers of the princess. Um, is there one thing that you could see yourself definitely wanting to keep in a divorce? Let's say you're royalty, right? Is Rabbit there something royalty. you could rabbit royalty specifically like in this game i know they you know uh one of them really wants to keep the horse and the horse stalls and everything like that um and i think i think the princess really wants to keep the perfume uh you get like more points if she holds on to that is there something that you could see yourself if you were royalty you'd want to hold on to uh in this game specifically i would Mm -hmm, the exotic carrot perfume yeah i love that card it's just yeah a, yeah 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 that. like not only are you going to be eating carrots but you just you want to mm-hmm. smell like them <laughs> yeah that's a great point there aren't yep. too many perfumes that smell like a food i guess i don't know i'm not mm-hmm. a perfume expert but usually they just smell like some like a flower or something like that but it's not yeah. really that's interesting yeah. it's not like lasagna I gotta, oh the cupcake you know, yeah oh the cupcake yeah right. yeah 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 <laughs> I did. I did get the Jim Davis, the special Garfield lasagna, not, uh, yeah. <laughs> limited edition lasagna. Perfume. I knew. I mentioned lasagna. You're going to bring up Garfield. All right. You knew. It. Come on. Who else eats lasagna? You know what I mean? Nobody else but Garfield. Um, yeah, I, I think that's great. I I also like. There's like a dog uh, card as well in this one, and it's like it is kind of funny that you can like keep the dog or not. You know, in this one. Cute. So you really so do identify with the, with the princess then, because I think she wants the carrot perfume, and like Peach. She's said the one that game, wants yeah. the carrot perfume. Yeah, um, you've got a lot yeah. of similarities with the princess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's strong. I'll tell you what. There's a lot of people that think that it's um, that she's just stronger character in this game in general. There's a lot of people who are like, you can't win as the Duke. But I think oh really? Uh, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've played enough games of it that I've seen people win as the Duke, so it's sure. definitely yeah. possible. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Andrew and I traded off games with as as either. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think they're just being big babies. You know what I mean? (laughs) Play better. Yeah, (laughs) play better. Get good. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. Grinding. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Well, Sean, you know, you mentioned uh, back at the top that you um, decided to design games. And so Mm -hmm. I wanted to get a little bit more into that because now we talked about uh thing 12 games um so give us a little bit more background on 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 thing 12 games um so how did this really get started i know it's kind of snowballed now into a much bigger thing than just one game so uh what Mm -hmm. are you most proud of some of the things you guys been working on uh give us a lowdown on on thing 12. gosh um what things i'm most proud of uh i'm honestly really proud of like everything that we've done so far um Mm -hmm. not just the games that we do you know from a production value everything is like really really nice we have people that sit down and like look at our games on the table wow this looks really really good Um, thank you like that's kind of what we're going for so that you know people that invest their money in in us we want them to feel like it was treated responsibly because 
I mean, yeah. we're an indie publisher, so all of our stuff gets funded on Kickstarter, and we want to make sure that we treat people right. Um, right. You know, the way that we treat uh, designers that we've worked with, uh, bring being able to bring, you know, their their ideas to life and and help grow, you know, their themselves as designers. Um, we're working with some people now that have been able to kind of springboard off and are working with some other publishers as well. And like, that's awesome. I love seeing you guys grow yeah. and yeah. You know, be able to expand. Like being yeah. a positive influence in helping people grow is just great. And I think it's one yeah. of the things that you know, I'm really proud of. Nice. That's awesome. Get in on the ground floor for the people that are, you know what I mean? The next big hot designer. I love it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you have going on now? Uh, oh, we're talking a little bit in the past. What uh, this, uh, this is the, uh, this, this is coming out in May, right? So what, what do you have going on right mm. now with Thing 12 Games? What's the hot? Gosh. Uh, Dice of Dragons is mm -hmm. our latest that we've been giving out to all the backers. Uh, I think we're just mm -hmm. finishing up the UK uh, backers. Um, stores are already getting it, so that's cool. Uh, we're going to be going to uh, Gamma uh, to meet with more publishers and, and distributors mm -hmm. and stores and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And then we have two more games that are going to be coming out probably both this year. Uh, they're kind okay. of like leapfrogging each other. Um, one I was recently demoing at a Portland convention here uh, just this last weekend uh, is a game called I Found Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> nice. A new designer we started working with. And it was it was a hit. Like everybody was loving the art. Yeah. They loved the gameplay. So it was great to see people mm -hmm. really like, you know, jiving with it and really having fun with it. Oh, cool. And that is awesome. And you also have, Sean, you guys have published at least one two-player only game, right? Uh, Seals of Cthulhu, am I right? Now yeah. We're talking. Yeah. Now That's we're talking. Give us, a little, <laughs> give us a little preview of what this game's all about, because we haven't played it yet, yet. But it's Yeah, coming. yeah. And our audience, obviously, are they uh, they love the idea of a two-player only game. We we make sure they love that idea, <laughs> or else, you know what I mean? We got <laughs> so. Totally. <laughs> So there's a there's a funny backstory to the Seals of Cthulhu. Um, so originally, the design idea I had for it was, uh, I have something you want, you have something I want, and then trying to figure out how we work that out seemed like an interesting mm -hmm. design space. Uh, mm -hmm. So I had some blank cards. I, I mocked up a prototype, and I you know tried it out, and I hated it. It was terrible. It was like the only mm -hmm. time I've, I've put something together that immediately was like, this is garbage. <laughs> and I literally picked up everything and I walked to the trash can and I'm standing right in front of it. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to throw this away. I can use the backsides of the cards for some other game or some other prototype. I yeah. just tossed mm -hmm. them in a Ziploc bag. Um, I've got a designer box full of bits and whatnot. And I tossed it in there mm -hmm. and I forgot about it for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, one day we're going off to a a game night and i'm getting some stuff out of that box some bits or something and i saw the cards i'm like i remember this garbage game this piece of <laughs> crap and <laughs> i'm sitting there i'm kind of looking at the cards and then all of a sudden a moment hits me of what i think is missing and mm. i run up to the table real quick and i mark up the cards and i run up to our, our mm -hmm. game night and I'm like okay guys before we do anything before we play anything yeah i need someone to play this with me I don't, it's good to be broken. I don't care. I just need to see if this is yeah. fun. And it was, there was a thing that hey. I was missing. I found the fun. That's awesome. That's great. It's there. That's awesome. 
Yeah, that's a great story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something that you would have literally thrown in the trash can, but for yes. some reason you held onto it. And then a year and a half later, wow. it clicks. That's Save great. from the trash bins of history. <laughs> a game that actually exists. <laughs> so, I love uh, the, so I, I kept that idea of I've got, we both have things that we want. Um, the cards are multi-purpose. So mm -hmm. cards that have a victory point value and they have a bidding value. So yeah. it's a bidding game where you have a cultist and an investigator, two people like against each other of you know what they want. One person wants to end the world, one person wants to save it. Uh, the way you play the mm -hmm. game is you have a card, you have a bunch of cards in your hand, but you can't do anything with them. Uh, what you're going to do is one person is going to put a card down and they're going to give something to the other player to ob obtain and get control of that card. Okay. So the other player has to decide, well, do I want to take what you're offering me? We're bidding mm -hmm. with the lives of our followers. So I, uh, you're offering me three of your followers. Do I want to take that? Or mm -hmm. do I want to go higher and maybe offer you more of mine? So then you have to decide, do you want to take what the other person? So there's this back and forth war of who's willing to pay what. And then one person gets everything on top of the card. The other person gets the card. Now, once that card is face up, again, it's victory point values, but it's also you can bid with that card. So okay. now yep. in future turns, mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I can bid this away to you, but it's also useful for me. How important is this card going to be for me? So mm -hmm. to add one extra wrinkle on top of all of that, each card has half of an image on it. So like the Necronomicon oh. is one of the cards in the game. Yeah. You, have, you as the forces of good, you have half the Necronomicon. I also have half the Necronomicon. <laughs> if one person gets both halves of that card, mm -hmm. they summon the artifact into existence, and now they get this special ability they can use. Mm. Oh, so there's a nice. lot cool. of like decisions space to make. Um, there's yeah. a lot of card, uh, effects that are like turning cards down, so they're no longer mm -hmm. available, no longer useful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there are a lot of Elder Gods in this game as well, and mm. you always play with one of them. So the Elder okay. Gods have really nasty effects when they get summoned. So that adds an okay. extra little bit to it that, well, okay, I don't know what's out there. I may win a bid that's going to wreck me if I've got half of the Elder God already on my side. Like they might be trying to wreck uh... me or <laughs> I might be trying to wreck them because I'm now mm -hmm. bidding with half of that Elder God and maybe they're yes. bidding with me now. So it, it feels like a chess game, but it plays out with only five mm -hmm. cards. You have six in your hand and you only play five of them. So at the very end of the game, wow. you're never quite sure about what that person might be trying to do. Wow. So cool. it's it's a real like back and forth, like trying to outwit yeah. the other person. Mm -hmm. uh, we put up mm -hmm. a couple of extra rules on BGG uh, for people that wanted to uh, guarantee that an Elder God would show up. You play with seven cards <laughs> and two Elder Gods. And then there's a yeah. Magnus rule where you play with all Elder Gods and a potion, uh, which is a special card in, in the game. Yeah, um, I'm, loving, I'm loving the sounds of that part. Yeah. Yeah. There's Andrew so loves chaos in a game. Oh. So. <laughs> this, this game is dripping in theme. I think you guys are going to be blown away because we're, we're sending you a copy to check out. And uh, cool. I will, I'll, I'll give you some teasers when, uh, when it gets sent because there's so yeah. much to check out. It's, it's insane. Cool. Well, we oh, look forward awesome. to that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sean. Sounds sounds awesome yeah uh where uh sean where can the the listener find your game 
um if they uh you know if they, uh, they can't send you their address you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that's only something we can do um but if they want to run out they want to find seals of cthulhu they want to find the dice games they want to find matches even when it comes out when it because that's in production now uh currently right so yeah where are they going to find your stuff should they find it um through a certain um dealer should they find it uh, online what do you think of uh, well, there's a couple different routes they can take. One, they can oh, go yeah. to our web store. Uh, so yes. if they look up, um, the easiest way to do it right now, we're, we're working on our website. It was, there's a whole story with what happened with our <laughs> website. Uh, so <laughs> if you look up Square, uh, Square is a company that does uh, yeah. uh, purchasing stuff. Yep. Uh, if you look mm -hmm. up Square and Thing 12, you'll see our website uh, that goes directly to our, our web store. But you can also cool. access it from uh, Thing 12 on Facebook. Uh, we also okay. have a link there on Twitter, uh, Thing 12 Games on Twitter. Um, cool. Think we also we can link, link to it in the um, description of this episode, too. So yeah. that's, cool. so that's yeah. easy enough to. So, yeah. We're going to cool, save cool, people cool. a lot of time there by linking right in this. Yeah. Right, in the right to the square one. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah that sounds like great. <laughs> uh well that's awesome sean thanks so much uh so obviously we encourage everyone listening run out check out what thing 12 is doing um especially the ones that sean designed himself let's yeah. say um and uh keep an eye on what they have coming out uh go and uh try what they've already put out um and um yeah just uh, follow them on all the socials so that you can keep up with what's going on with them send uh, send them a carrot emoji or something like that you know just, just to know that yeah, you're exactly. like bad jokes, follow me on twitter send yes. them send them a, uh, yeah send them a i kind of tested send that. them some cheese how about that Sean? Yeah, we'll, send them some cheese. we'll get you some cheese from all over the world you know what i mean how about that we've got we've got listeners awesome. all over the world you know uh, <laughs> Sean. um Sean, this was great. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, and um, yeah, we look forward to uh, you know what the company comes out with next. It seems like you guys are doing some really cool stuff. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, I love getting a chance to talk to different people and you guys are really great. And and uh, I'm sure you have an amazing audience as well. So it's awesome getting to, to, to you know, talk with them as well. Awesome. Well, thanks, Sean. Uh, that's been Sean from uh, Thing 12 Games. Sean, talk to you later. Talk to you later. Hoochimama. Oh, Hoochimama's right. That's right, Andrew. See, I knew you'd come around to it. Uh, <laughs> and that was certainly a Hoochimama of a call there. What a <laughs> what a great call. Um, and had a heck of a lot of fun. Yes. And uh, I, I I might even dare say, Andrew um that uh well no i won't i won't say andrew that we that we made uh some new friends Oof. recently over there yeah, at that company very close um but i'm not gonna say we made any enemies andrew mm -hmm. okay so that's, that's kind of nice that's good. yeah he's weird. but uh oh but that does make me wonder andrew uh -huh. two enemies could play that game Two enemies could play that game. Okay, it is uh, our brand new segment, actually. Uh, I don't think we've ever done this one before. Two enemies yep. could play that game. And so this is mm -hmm. a segment where we're going to think about if if you had to play this game with someone that you didn't like, 
what sure. what would be the best way to kind of get under their skin? You know, you, what's the best way to troll them? Yeah. In this game? Okay, let me think. How did I do it when I played the game with you? Ah! I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. You know I had to razz you on that one. Come on. Uh, yeah, good question, Andrew, uh, for a good segment, I would say, idea. Um, you got to get under their skin with this game. You don't like them. You're trying to annoy them. What would you do? Andrew, I think... Okay. So I would assume that one of the most annoying parts of a divorce, mm -hmm. you know, other than your whole life falling apart and everything, uh, you know, still having to go to work through the whole thing. Um, <laughs> That's the worst part. Other than probably. that, it's probably the paperwork, right? Okay, you know? right. So uh, I would assume that's very annoying. So um, and maybe that and like having to do everything through a lawyer, right? So mm -hmm. maybe every move that I made in this game, I would like consult with a lawyer. You know what I mean? First. Oh. <laughs> and sign some papers. And it would just really slow the game down. And my opponent would be like, come on. Are you serious? You know what I mean? And I would just hold up the finger as I talked to my, you know, whisper in the ear of my lawyer. Oh, okay. Oh, the, the, so yeah. the lawyer is actually there at the game night with you. Lawyer's there. All right. Gotcha. Lawyer's there is on retainer, luckily. I you thought you were going to so be like. Not an hourly rate. Uh talking to them on a, like a like an old cell phone with one of those antennas that you pull up because no what am i your character from uh you know <laughs> well, for some reason when i picture I, I, there must have been a lot of movies from the 90s where like parents got divorced and oh and yeah lawyers were everywhere and yeah uh, and then i just 90s. picture them yeah, always movies. talking on those kind of cell phones even though you know nobody uses that anymore but anyway go ahead yeah 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 uh yeah that's another well you know what speaking of cell phones maybe i would also like talk i wouldn't even talk to the person directly i would just text somebody else to text them yeah you know what i mean what i wanted to say you know what i mean talking through somebody else yeah or something like that well that's perfect for uh this kind of and game. uh yeah also i think andrew maybe i would just go ahead and turn their kids against them that might be really annoying for them oh. okay andrew what would you do if you were playing this game with an enemy well that's funny because that was actually kind of my idea you know uh <gasps> even though Oops. this not not that whole thing the, the last part about the kids because even though this about the kids this game does leave out any mention of kids that these bunnies potentially had but as which you... is uh, which is ironic right for bunnies right known to be you know yeah i was gonna prolific. say Rabbits are uh, reproducers. Right, they're notorious for having babies. That's their that's their whole thing, you know. Notorious. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I think that needs to get added into the canon of your game night here. If you're playing against your enemy, you need to um, say that these rabbits do have kids. In fact, lots of kids. And uh, oh. you know, that's kind of the the piece that's missing from this to make it really dramatic. Um, that... Yeah. Well, and really sad too. So you're just going to really bring down the whole mood. Right. Exactly. I'm trying to really how... make Ooh. them very depressed. So. I'm just trying to wow. add in a huge amount of guilt uh, to this oh. person that I'm playing against. So at every point, wow. every point that you can, you need to passive aggressively bring up the children. So you know things like, yeah, Ooh. oh yeah, sure, you wow. can have you can have the royal gardens. Go ahead, take that card from me. Yeah, our children won't be needing those anyway. You know, what were they really gonna? What they're really going to need is an involved father, and you know they don't need any. Yeah, yeah right, like right. Of course they, re of course they loved the Royal Gardens. That was their favorite place too. Right. But no, go ahead, take it. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did help plant the wow. the, the garden bed over there. But they, yeah, that would annoy me a lot yeah. if that was happening. Yeah, mm -hmm. be like, oh, yeah, I, you yeah, swayed, yeah. you swayed my father, the king, over to your side now. Uh, you made a real connection mm -hmm. with him, have you? Well, maybe you should uh, focus on making a connection with your son. You know, <laughs> real wow. Realize you missed his baseball yeah. game again last month. It's not that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I that would be yeah that would really uh, annoy me. Andrew. Game night is so, ruined. Well done. Yeah, game night game is night ruined. Game night would be ruined. And, I would uh, say. I think yeah. you did it. I would. Uh, I would not 
be able to get used to that. I think Andrew, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be able to adapt to, uh, to that tactic on your part. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Adapt. Oh, hmm. Wow. Oh, I see. Hmm. Andrew, that almost makes me think of a new segment that you also, another new segment that you came with, came up with uh, recently called adaptation. 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 Yes, we're going to talk about that movie with the flower pot smashed in the guy's face. On the... <laughs> You're only thinking of the cover of the movie. I've never, I don't great. think I've ever seen the movie. I've just, I've never just seen it? Seen oh, the, come on. I think I've seen the cover. It's, it's very good. Is it? Yeah. Is it? It's uh, a Charlie, Chris, is that Charlie Christopher Nolan? Or no? no, it's... I, I get it confused with my um, Directing of... it? Mm, I don't know. It's written by Charlie Kaufman. It might be It might be directed by Charlie Kaufman oh, as well. Okay. Um, being, the being John Malkovich fellow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a frequent one. Adaptation is, uh, is great. Where, yeah, where Nick Cage plays a, a twin... Yeah, it's great. No, I never seen that. Um, Chris, um, Chris Cooper. Wait, can't remember. Right, the guy. I'm gonna have to but go there's watch a it there's an orchid hunter in it. Anyway, uh, it's good. Andrew, no, we're not going to talk about that movie. We're going to uh, play your new segment, which is where we pitch the movie adaptation of this board game. Uh-huh. So let's think about how we would adapt this board game into a movie, kind of like they did with uh, Rihanna's uh, Battleship. Battleship. Yes. You know. Yeah, what a I mean, so, how, what other board games have been turned into movies? Are they Well, actually, um it's my uh my brother-in-law just went to go see now we're recording this way in the past so this has probably been out for a long time. Oh, Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons uh, yeah. what you not? Said yeah. it was mm-hmm. I didn't I I declined to go, but said it was actually um, I've heard it's good. pretty good and I was surprised. I was like, "Oh, really?" Yeah. I didn't I didn't think it would be good. I know. Yeah. Well, but anyway. Well, but anyway, so we got to adapt this board game into a movie, Andrew. Yes. How you doing it? What are you thinking? Uh, yeah. First of all, they're gonna need to. Uh, I don't know if they have enough of those little letters that go on the marquee at the movie theater to uh, fit. Oh, this. good point. If they're gonna keep the title of the game as the title of the movie, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. gonna. Yeah. I feel like you have mm-hmm. to. Um, okay. Here's here's my movie adaptation. You ready for this? This is, yeah, although it's not a direct sequel, this is kind of the spiritual successor to the hit film Cats, uh, based on the musical, uh, oh. Broadway musical Cats, which uh, famously um, did not do very well. Um, and mm. uh, we're going to get the same CGI to make our actors... Do, wait, did you just say did not do very well? It was the longest running show on Broadway for... <laughs> I'm talking about the movie. For a very long time. The movie Cats. Oh, the movie did not do... Right, right. The adaptation. Remember, yeah. the, remember the movie Cats? Yeah. Yeah, Jason Derulo and everything. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. um, I think that won Worst Picture of the Year. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. Definitely got panned. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, we get some of the same CGI... Because I think they use CGI instead of makeup in that movie, like they did on the Broadway show. Uh, they did, and I. It's interesting that you want to use that CGI because that was one of the main complaints yep. about it. But go ahead, that's keep what going. I'm saying. I'm saying we're using that same CGI. <laughs> okay. Yep, we're using. So it. you're purposefully making a bad movie. No, well, um, you know, some, kind of with a wink and a nod. Some would say, you know, I think I think it was so. I think Cats was so bad that maybe it's now it's a cult, you know, classic, and people will come out just to see this wow. because they want to see it again. You know, they want to see it again. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make our actors look like bunnies instead of cats, obviously, which is just going to make it mm-hmm. even better. And it's going to be a musical. Yeah. Okay? It's going to feature wow. uh, actors such as Hugh Jackman as the Duke and uh, Anne Hathaway yeah. as the Duchess. You know, just just these classic. Wow. 
And, you know, it's going to also involve somehow that annoying guy from Carpool Karaoke, which I can't remember what his name is right now. Corden. Yeah, um, James Corden. James Corden, yeah. He's going to be in it, which I think he was also in Cats, so that's perfect. People loved it. Oh. <laughs> and um, Wow. And I think we'll also give the old, uh, you know, like in Star Wars, the Governor Tarkin treatment in that, uh, what, that movie where they... You know they uh, CGI'd mm-hmm. him, even though he's he's not alive anymore. Yeah, we'll give a cameo mm-hmm. to some some dead celebrity or something. Like Maybe uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know who. I even thought of, um, uh, Robin Williams or something. Yeah. <laughs> Liberace's going to be in it, or uh, Liberace. Somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody, some Tupac. Um, yeah. yeah, somebody like that's going to be in. Tupac's going to be in it, but but as a but as a bunny, you know, that's Tupac will be in it, but as a bunny. sure. Um, yep. So. I think that will. Uh, I think that'll that'll hit. You know, people flock to see that. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I might go in a slightly different direction, Andrew. Okay. Uh, so I would say, first of all, this is a drama. You know, this is of course the dissolution of a uh-huh. marriage. After all, so you need some good dramatic actors, okay? And oh, uh, they need to be able to pull off an air of royalty. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So already Adam Sandler out, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I love his dramatic roles, but. He's not. He, does, he usually plays kind of lower class people. Right. Um, so he can't. He. I. Unfortunately, he's got to be out of this one. Oh. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Idris Elba. Okay. There, yeah. First of all, love it. You know, sexiest man alive. Yep. British, strong, confident. You know what I mean? Um. So that I think that right there, that's your Duke. Is he the new James uh, Bond? And then they maybe like they haven't announced that yet. James Bond. They were yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Right, just enough for, uh, yeah, right, uh, Redditors to explode. Or, <laughs> right. uh, and then, uh, Andrew, also maybe Kate Blanchett okay, okay. as the princess, right? <laughs> All right. Because um, I didn't, honestly, un- unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see Tar yet, but people are just going crazy about it. They're saying it's great. Um, so she's hot right now. So yeah. I think maybe you're And again, we those, are recording you know I mean? this way in the past. So who knows what? Yeah, what... that is a good <laughs> point. So by now, by the time you're hearing this, I've seen it probably. Right. No, I probably haven't still, but I, I still want to see it <laughs> at, at some point. Uh, I don't got time for that, unfortunately. Um, Andrew, uh, but, uh, when I find time for it, okay. I'll, I will go, I will run, not walk. You know, yeah. to the theater to go see Tar, I think. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, what else I would be uh, running in the situation of? What was that? If it was a bear attack. Bear attack. Oh, bear That's right, Andrew. Attack. If I was being chased by a bear, I would be running. Uh, actually, maybe that's the wrong thing to do. I can't remember. Oh yeah, you're not supposed to like. I don't think you're supposed to boop a bear on. Oh, you're supposed to. You're supposed to get mm, real big or play dead. It depends on the bear. That's the confusing part. I think is like. I think you're not supposed to run. Black bears, it's one thing, and then grizzlies, it's another thing. I think play dead is is probably pretty safe. I don't know. Um, or play dead's pretty safe. Or just carry. I think carry some of that bear spray, and then you'll be you'll be all set. But in this segment, yeah, in this segment, but, we don't have. Uh, you're definitely you're definitely not supposed to run. That's the one yeah. thing that I think across the board you're not supposed to do because then they will they go, oh, cool, this is gonna be great. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll run out. Uh, but uh, you know, maybe all that's out the window because you're, you're being chased at this point, right? So, what part of this game, 
luckily you have this game in your hand, you know. <laughs> what part of this game are you throwing at the bear, Andrew, well, to try to increase your chances of survival? I really, I couldn't think of one part of this game that I could throw at the bear. Um, it's just a bunch of cards okay. in a box, but I, de I know one part that I'm definitely not throwing at the bear, so I'm going to say that. I'm, All right. I am not throwing the carrots at the bear. Um, what? Because we, what? as we all know, yeah, as we all know, um, uh, certain animals from watching cartoons, certain animals such as donkeys, you know, will classically follow a carrot on a string if you want them to go somewhere. Oh. Right? So I'm not willing to test this out on a bear. I don't wow. want the, this bear to know that I have carrots and following around like a carrot on a string type of thing. You know, I, I don't. Yep. I'm not, yep. I'm not about to test that theory out when I'm being The classic idiom of dangling the carrot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, good point. So yeah, that's exactly the opposite of what you're trying to. Yeah, you know. exactly. Yep. No. Wow. Wow, Andrew. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and read what I wrote here for this segment, Andrew. Carrot. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna throw at well, the. You're at gonna the be bear dead here, and I'm gonna be alive. <laughs> no, no, no. Because here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing, Andrew. So first of all, I thought about throwing some of the cards with the rabbits on it because you know a bear would love to eat a rabbit. Sure. They would just absolutely love it. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. I worry that the bear won't take the time to look at any of the cards if we throw them. Like, he's just going to say, that's that's nothing. You know, I mm. keep running. Mm. But something that's shaped like a carrot, Andrew, these these little carrot pieces that we've been talking about, they're 3D, baby. They're thick. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they, they're painted to look uh, like a carrot and everything like that. Um, so I think then we're... In business, quite frankly, uh, as opposed to with the with the cards, because now chances are um, mm. that the bear would rather eat our human flesh than a miniature carrot. So that I worry about. Know what I mean? Because I, even though I've thrown the carrot, he's still preferring the flesh maybe over a carrot. Now they are omnivores, so I think they would eat a carrot if they had it, but. Given the choice, I think yeah, they'd, they'd, prefer they'd get, still yeah. still go for me. But if you look at these things real fast, Andrew, yeah, you might you might mistake them for shrimp because oh. they're kind of small oh. and they're they right. got some angles and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. And buddy, bears love seafood. I think uh -huh. I don't know for sure. I know that they eat fish. I don't know if they eat shrimp, right? shellfish, yeah. and prawns and stuff like that. But probably yes. Okay. In which case. I think they prefer seafood to humans. Well, it, it is, would be my guess. It is orange, so maybe it looks like a piece of cooked salmon. You know, it looks kind of like that. Even though, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Definitely enough for them to hesitate, right? Because they might. Because I think they would go like, mm, maybe it's salmon. And if and if you know, if they lose a step or two, I'm off to the races. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just think so. I just think that's just gonna encourage the bear more. I think they're gonna say, "Ooh, I want more carrots, more carrots." So they're just gonna come chase yeah. after you more. That's all I'm thinking. Yeah, and they are small, so they could probably just gulp them down real quick. They probably don't even need to stop right. to gulp them down, yeah. honestly. So that's a good it's point. Like a Pac-Man, well, a Pac-Man type of effect, you know, just chomping as they go. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, if he had run into me before eating the carrots, you know, then he would have gone or whatever, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know, Andrew. There's only one way to find out. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, great. go ahead and find my my closest local bear and uh, start, start chucking some of these things at him, Andrew. Um, but in the meantime, while I'm looking for that bear, Andrew, uh, go ahead and answer this question for me, huh? All right. 
Two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Okay, how sure are you that two people should play this game? We're going to give this game a rating from zero to 100% of how mm -hmm. much we want to say that two people should play it. So, um, yeah. Pete, why don't you... Yeah, how sure are we that two people should play this game? In our minds, yeah, anywhere from not sure at all, 0%, to being 100% sure that two people should play this game. What do you think, Andrew? Okay. Um, <clears throat> shall I go first here? All right. I am... You want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Why not? I am going to give this game uh, an 84%. I really like it. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I, I think there's lots of great decisions in here. Uh, super, obviously, the theme is super fun, even though it's about a divorce, but the bunnies make it fun. And it's a little, tongue, yeah. it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, you know, the whole thing. So I like that. Yep. I love yep. the back-and-forth yep. nature of the swaying. And that when you when you sway them, then things change. Like I talked about at the top of the show, in that in that um, when you sway them, it, now all of a sudden they like different things or their powers are changed, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> and that kind of thing. And I also love these mechanics, just like in Lost Cities, where you can end the game pretty much at any time, uh, mm -hmm. or you can make the game go longer by choosing from different piles if you need to. But you might want to choose from that wow. one because you want to use the power. And so and so it's kind of like you're kind of like trying to estimate in your head, does my opponent have more points than I do right now? But some of it's a little bit hidden, so you don't know. And uh, so that's, mm. I guess, drawbacks for me maybe is like, um, I guess just like people might like that. Like I like that some of the information is hidden at the end. Some people, I, I know some people don't like that as much. You can't see how many points your opponent has. You can just kind of estimate yeah. a little bit by how many cards they have sitting there. So yep. it's a lot to add up at the end, and so sometimes it can be a little surprise of who wins at the end. But I, you know, I kind of like that. But um, yeah, mm -hmm. and then yeah. Um, yeah, overall great game. The the artwork, you know, I went back and forth. I wasn't sure. Do I like this artwork? Do I not? Um, it's they the the theme is so silly. They could have gotten like really cartoony and silly with this, but it's not. Yeah, it's not like a, what you would see in like a kids cartoon show like we said it's more like a kids book right like a classy kids right book. you know it looks it looks classy yeah it looks nice but overall uh yeah i i wouldn't game. want to it is a serious subject matter so i definitely wouldn't want them to be like yeah you know what <laughs> i mean like huh, you know what i mean have like some messed uh, up teeth or whatever <laughs> uh, don't even get me started <laughs> Yeah, so I think I think it's I think it's good artwork. But anyway, um, eighty four percent sure the two people play this game. I thought okay. it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. So Andrew, we talked about Lost Cities. I'm there with you. Um, like Lost Cities, if you uh, make a mistake um, or you lose on taking a gamble. Mm. You can fall behind, yes. but it can also be neck and neck to the finish line, like you were talking about. It can be a little tense going right down to the wire, but also there's the possibility that you can kind of like make some make some bigger swing, take some bigger swings. You know what I mean? At some things, hoping that it pays off, and that can kind of so it's it is it has that similarity with Lost Cities too, where it's like. Um, you can you can kind of gamble a little bit yes. with some of those actions you take, and it could and it could kind of blow up in your face, or some games just go neck and neck right down to the wire. So, 
it's also fairly quick. Yeah. Kind of like Lost Cities too, which is good. So you could just set it right back up. Um, and um, so, and and honestly, I one of the main things I find that's that's similar between this uh, game and Lost Cities is it's has this kind of puzzle of figuring out when to play cards at the right time to tilt things in your favor, yes. you know, which is a big part of Lost Cities. Um, and some of those cards, most of the time, is just kind, basically useless. And But if you play it at the right time, it's extremely useful. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like figuring out when to play it, unlocking a good sequence by playing cards in the right order, you know what I mean, and figuring out what that order should be. So that I see a lot of similarities with Lost Cities, and you know me, I I love Lost Cities. It's oh, it's yeah. it over over the over the years it has become you know risen even further and further up my ranks personally. If I had um, to, if I had to re-rate that game, it would be much higher now. But uh, can't yeah, can't change your yeah. leaderboard at this point. I know. So I basically play it every day now. <laughs> um, and uh, and but you know what? There's another game that this is kind of like Andrew, uh-huh. and it's another one that we like a lot. It's kind of like Watergate to me. Oh, Andrew. okay. Because that one, as well as a tug of war, yeah, good point. Uh, where you play cards at the right time to try to manipulate the game state and pull the points into your favor, and it makes me think of that. Um, it's uh, I don't, I don't think it's as good as Watergate, and um, mainly because I think Watergate just has like more dynamic cards. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah, every card in that game is different, and it does different things. And it has kind of like a more interesting background to every single card in that game. This one's a little bit shallower in terms of that. So, um, well, it is kind of like but, the cards are kind of like um, it, they'll, it'll be like similar. Like each deck has just similar cards, but they change yeah. the thing about it. You know, so it's like, basically every courtier. Yeah, there's like a, there's like five different cards, uh, five different hmm, cards that do five different things. These are the plot cards we're talking about. Yes, yeah. um, and every courtier has their own version of that one. You know what I mean? So it's like conspiring with the king, conspiring with the knight, conspiring with the sorceress, conspiring with the abbot, um, etc. Um, and uh, conspiring with the castella. And so, Just abbot. okay. <laughs> yeah. Ab- okay. Come on now. Um, abbot. That's kind of you know. Andrew, uh, so yeah, tug of war, kind of like Watergate. Uh, Watergate has a little bit more of the dynamic card thing going, which is which is cool. But what one thing that Watergate doesn't have is that kind of Lost Cities type puzzle of figuring out, yeah. you know, the cards to play. So it, it, I think it's a really cool kind of blend of each. Um, but another way it's kind of like Watergate is that the more you get to know the cards, the more the tactics kind of open up to you. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you start to be like, I know this card's in there somewhere. You know what I mean? Well, I yeah. might want to go looking for it. This or definitely like is you know a game. Mean? Or like I might, you know. Yeah, this yeah. definitely is a game that the more you play it, the better you get at it, I think, definitely. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a... Yeah. And the more you start thinking about how you would link certain cards up yep. together and stuff like that. So, um, and, uh, and, and again, like we said in the beginning, I want to reiterate, it's not just playing the cards. You know what I mean? Unlocking other actions uh, that you can take if you've turned one of the characters to your side, adds a whole other layer of decision-making to that as well. So, I mean, like, there's there's the plotting, there's the counseling, there's the swaying of people to your side, there's the um, use of property uh, to sway people and stuff like that. It's, it's I don't know, it's, it's, it, there's a there's a lot more going on here than you might think at first, and it's, and it's, so it's really good, I think. Um, 
And uh, I do remember there being, as we were playing the game, I definitely remember thinking like and saying to you, um, like, hey, there's, there's definitely some rough edges on this one that, that could have used some more polishing maybe. Mm. You know what I mean? Like a little more time in the oven maybe, maybe a little bit more polishing. I think it was mostly um, the... Would have really helped the game. Mostly some of the... the directions on the cards like where we, we had to like mm-hmm. look it up a couple of times and be like wait yeah. does this mean for you or for me or what does it mean you know, yeah so. um unlike a, another game that has a lot of swaying of people turf war oh, um man. which has its own card database you can look at online and has a description of of each card on there um this one doesn't have that so you kind of especially the first game you play especially yeah. you're some of them you seem kind of confusing some with some of the actions on the cards but then the more you play it the more it starts to kind of make sense yeah. um but there are some rough edges regardless um that could have used some polishing so uh i don't i don't think i'm gonna qu- go quite as high as you oh, okay. um but uh i am going to say that i am 74 percent sure two people should play this game andrew just 10 points below you 74 for me still a very good score quite frankly um so i i very much enjoyed this game too it was a very pleasant surprise i would say andrew i agree um kind of a surprise i wasn't expecting much but then i was like oh this actually you know there's some there's some yeah on these rabbit bones yeah exactly i was like this sounds like a real funky theme that I know I'm going to like that it's weird, but I don't know how I'm going to like the game. Turns out I actually really like the game, yeah. too. So, Andrew, let's see uh, how much we like the game in relation to the other games we covered by going to our leaderboard. Leaderboard. Okay, time to break out the big old leaderboard and plop this one on there I... oh it's huge now <laughs> it andrew is. it's huge i mean this is going to be the 64th game that we add to this leaderboard wow <laughs> and 64 nintendo 64 um nintendo 64 <laughs> episode 64 episode people 64. open in this episode at christmas all right anybody yeah. who because pete and i don't feel like doing this anybody who wants to edit in that video with our logo <laughs> on the N64 box, and he's saying episode 64. Um, mm-hmm. Put it on the internet, and we will um, give it a like, I guess. That's your reward for we'll doing Give it a like, I guess. Probably a Listen, we'll be very impressed. <clears throat> anyway. We'll be very impressed, but that's really all I can guarantee you. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, It'll warm my heart, but what, am I going to buy you a cookie or right, something like that? Right, come on. I mean, I'm not Listen. Go all out. Andrew. If you put your score yeah. and my score together, you divide by two, uh-huh. i.e., get the average score for us. Okay. It's 79, baby. 79. Nice. 79. Um, Which, by the way, Andrew, was the same exact uh, average score that we gave to Sobek, two players. Um, and as you know, the tiebreaker for how which one goes higher on the list is that if whatever game had the more passionate score uh, involved in it. And so your 84 was one above my 83 for Sobek 2 players. So that is the highest score of the four scores between those those two games. Four scores and uh, 79 points 64 episodes ago. Anyway, uh, Andrew, listen. So Sobek 2 players and Kuna versus Lakia uh, right there neck and neck um i think they're both great games 
surrounded by cool games. Speaking of Lost Cities, by the wow. way, um, yeah. that one is only two spots above Coon versus Lockheed. Remember we were saying how much we like that one and how we'd honestly probably put it up a little bit higher? Well, the same may, might happen for, for this game because it's only two spots behind Lost Cities. This is sitting at 34 out of 64 games, so that's pretty darn good. And Lost Cities, um, Lost Cities is at 32 with only 80 points, so it's only one point above this one. It's literally only one point above That's this one, right? Exactly. In, in terms of how sure we are that two people should play it, uh, Karen is right there, directly above it at at number thirty three, and I, I love that game. Yeah. Um, I ran out and got that one after um, after we tried it out for that episode. Yeah. Um, so this is this is great company. This is well uh, surrounded by games that uh, that we really enjoy. So this fits right in. Speaking Pretty of cool. great companies. Um... <clears throat> We should mention that Luda Creations did send us a oh, copy yeah. of this game to review, mm -hmm. although that did not affect... In all transparency. Yeah, it did right. not affect our scores at all. We uh, we played it and uh, no. we reviewed it. And uh, actually, I'm glad that you brought that up now because um, one way you know that it doesn't affect our score is, is because um, the other game that we covered last week that they also sent us was So You've Been Eaten. That is... 10 spots below this one on wow. our list. Wow. So you've been eating another one that we did legitimately really enjoy, but our average score came out to 71.5. Now, Andrew, that is the flashier game from them. That is the yeah. one that is probably more popular from them. Again, I really like that one, Yeah. but this one ended up higher on our list. So, I mean, that just goes to show you. This one's a little, a, uh, a little diamond. We're going to be straight with it's, you. It's a hidden gem. I, I, kinda, yeah. I don't like it. It was uh, surprising. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. But yeah, this the thing about this leaderboard is you've got some great games. We need to play some more bad games because we've got we got a few bad games on yeah. here, but not enough. You know, we need more. Right, because I do feel bad that that these games that we really like are lower on the list, but it's like you know in relation. But it, you're right. We gotta we gotta start filling the bottom in right. with 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 Every, bad games because yeah. All right, game game uh publishers out there send us your worst two-player games and send uh, us your worst two-player <laughs> games that you are very comfortable with us completely dunking on you know what i mean and we'll uh, we'll take it from there you know yeah. give us the alley-oop and we'll <laughs> slam dunk it into the trash can uh <laughs> good point andrew um that would be really cool uh if a company out there did that actually it would have much mucho respect for them if they were like here's a stinker you know what i mean <laughs> um but uh but really that leaves one question left in this episode andrew okay are we cool are we cool are we cool after playing this game are we still cool how many points did our friendship go up or down pete what do you <laughs> think how many points did our friendship change well, 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 Andrew, I said it went up by one, Andrew, and I'll tell you why. We weren't the ones going through a divorce. Uh, it was those rabbits, you know what I mean? Uh. And so I think that always kind of brings you closer when you kind of like are standing off to the side of like, you know, some something that's going down and you're like, ooh, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm glad I'm not them, you know what I mean? Uh, and so... Um, yeah, so uh, I feel like in that in that case, we almost kind of bond over that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also said plus one. I think that we can bond over the fact that we have played this game, which I feel like again, it's it's not not as uh, you said, it's not as flashy as so you've been eating or whatever. It's not it's not quite as uh, mm -hmm. well known out there, you know. Only right, only 
a few people that I've seen out there have played it, so um, I think it's kind of fun that we can say, yeah, we've, we've officially played the game with the longest title uh, that we've ever seen in a two-player <laughs> board game about yeah, bunny that's rabbits right. getting divorced. Have you played that game? No? Well, we have, you know, so. Oh, no? I feel, well, hmm. I feel I very close I guess you're not as you serious know. as us about board gaming. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a bond so that'll, you, you swayed me. Uh, that'll you swayed go to the grave. So you swayed me. Yeah. You've influenced me over to your side, and now feel free to counsel. Anytime that uh, Luda Creations wants to counsel with me, feel free. You know what I mean? That's you've you've swayed me. Um, well, Andrew, uh, if uh, if the folks out there want to sway us to their side, they could always, you know, like you said, go on uh, Apple Podcast, give us a rate, give us a review, etc. Subscribe to us. That always helps yeah. visibility. Know what I mean? I'm gonna say uh, only takes a couple seconds. I'm gonna you say know? on that if you're whatever podcast thing you're listening to us on, turn on the auto download feature. You know, turn it on so that it it just automatically yeah. downloads because. I think the downloads think... help somehow in the algorithm, and uh, if you're an auto... I was going to say, yeah, there's some sort of cryptic algorithm yes. that, yeah, helps If you're an auto-downloader, uh, you're you're a real true, not a friend, but a true uh, wannabe friend of ours, I guess, or an acquaintance of ours, you know, so... Um, yeah. yeah, and I know you're going to be happy with being called a wannabe friend of ours. That's I right. think that's the, no, kind you... of like the height you can reach, you know what I mean? Because you're still, um, you're still listening after, whatever, two hours of this nonsense. Yeah. Uh, still <laughs> listening. About this, so. Yeah, you're the real, you know, you're the real MVPs. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, at 2PlayThatPod. You can find us on Instagram, at 2CanPlayThatGamePodcast. Um, and, uh, yeah. And you can find You'll us. find all our stuff. Yeah, you can find us right here again in your ears. Uh, what? Yeah, next month. On the next episode? Yeah. Wow. So tune in next time, you know? Wow. Oh, unless you get another friend, in which case you can't tune in here. You're going to want to tune into a oh. different podcast. It's called oh. uh, Three is a Magic Number. Oh, wow. Okay. That one, of course, is the podcast where they discuss three-player board games and those old Schoolhouse Rock short films, Andrew. Yes. Uh, three is a magic number and they can't of course they can't uh <clears throat> use that as their theme song because i think that is probably still copy copyrighted but yeah. uh i don't know maybe schoolhouse rock no there's no way that schoolhouse rock would make that like public uh no and in fact you know what uh, disney like that? owns that now i don't know i don't think they originally oh no <laughs> yeah it's on disney wow. plus yeah yeah uh okay well good luck i mean i'm i hope that that podcast does not use that as a theme in song fact you just be the last we see of them, you just you know singing I mean? that two second little clip we're probably uh oh, you know disney's probably no. on our case parody parody law i don't know yeah <laughs> oh no their lawyers are worse oh, than my bunny divorce moana is literally they're briefing her now on how to come <laughs> jam a paddle you know <laughs> into my into my through my ear or whatever um if you had to be if 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 you had to be assassinated by one Disney character, oh. which one would you? Maybe which one would be the most uh, disrespectful? Maybe Goofy. <laughs> maybe Jake um, Jake the Pirate King or whatever that thing was that I brought. Oh, up. is that also Disney owned? Well, of course, it's P Peter Pan or whatever. I'm pretty sure. Oh, maybe is it? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I gotta look it up. I don't know. Pirates are the best. Pirates are always honest and do and do what's right. It's like, it's like the boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. The boy yeah. scouts, they're like um, little ladies across the street. <clears throat> maybe like Steamboat Mickey. You wouldn't want to see Steamboat Mickey oh, somebody no. pull out the Glock. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he's probably like 
chewing tobacco or something like that, you know, and like, ooh, yeah, you know, I feel like chewing were, hemlock and spits it into your yeah, like inappropriate things. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?